0: This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of Contractor's Corner from Solar Power World. Hey everybody, I'm Kelsey Misbrenner, Senior Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. I'm here with Jan Rippingale, CEO of Blue Banyan, and Mark Fisher, VP of Marketing at Paystand. Blue Banyan creates business management software for solar installers, including accounting and project management. And PayStand is a next-gen B2B payment network that automates the enterprise cash cycle for businesses. So welcome to the show, Jan and Mark.
1: Thank you, Kelsey. Great great to be here.
0: Agreed. Thank you for having us. So today we are going to talk about how fintech can boost solar company margins and ROI. So Jan, I know Blue Banyan is dedicated to using technology to help fight climate change. So can you tell us some more about how that translates into bottom line impact for solar companies?
1: Certainly. The biggest impact, the most obvious one is that we save three to five cents a watt on overhead wages um, for companies who have been, you know, using solar success for first 90 days is three cents and, and 180 days gives you five cents a watt. So on an, with an average eight kilowatt size system, which is probably the average American house, if you're doing 100 jobs a month, that actually saves $24,000 to $40,000 a month in overhead wages. So directly hitting the bottom line and helping solar installers deploy more solar faster. How does the solar success
0: platform from Blue Binion drive these reductions in soft costs?
1: There are several key ways that the soft costs are reduced and we are really targeting of the $3 a watt roughly that it costs for a residential solar system. Um, $1 a watt is, is equipment and those kinds of costs and $2 a watt are the soft costs. And in Europe, it's only a dollar a watt. So we've got a full dollar per watt that we can reduce in soft costs. We are looking mostly in error reduction and an automation of tedious tasks. So calculating commissions that properly account for the adders that you have, calculating how you're gonna pay your installers and and tracking that as the project changes over time. Like if you've got a different roof size than you initially spec'd, and so you're gonna have a different number of modules and that changes the system size, which changes all the math. And having that automatically reflect and flow through the entire system is what helps us to reduce those errors and reduce those soft costs. So that is the first place that we're targeting. And then we connect with partners like Paystand to bring in that extra juice to make sure that we can minimize the soft cost as best we can. There's one other key way that we're working with soft cost reduction, and that is using the orange button taxonomy from the Department of Energy. So that is the data taxonomy that we would have for the entire solar industry to be using the same terms harmonizing our data so that we're talking apples to apples each time that we exchange data. And this is likely going to become the key for us to be able to coordinate all these distributed systems so that we get the big benefits we need across the solar industry to be able to effectively compete with undistributed systems like the current utility structures that have all of their shortcomings that we've noticed recently in Texas and California in particular. And I've lived
2: through, the, I've lived through those, Jan, in, in California, uh, obviously.
1: Yes, it's very intense. So we really do need a different system and distributed systems are great in many ways, but the key is that we have to have this data coordination. So the Departments of Energy's Orange Button Initiative is how we're working on that, working with Solar App, working with um, many of the big utilities and the biggest banks to get that to happen. So we have two initiatives. One is directly working with solar installers to make that happen. And the second is working with industry-wide initiatives and coordinating with those initiatives um, to make that happen. So we can get those costs down and compete with Europe. So can you tell me more about how
0: Blue Banyan works with paystand? How does paystand technology fit into the solar success program?
1: So the Solar Success program is built on NetSuite as, a, as an accounting platform and PayStand is also integrates with NetSuite as an accounting platform. So we use that leverage point to be able to connect. And so if you're a Solar Success client, we've got the email templates that you need for solar, solar clients and the basic structures that you need all for PayStand set up initially so that our clients can come in and benefit from them immediately. And what we found is that when you've got cash jobs where they choose a bank-to-bank, which has got a no-fee payment option, that installers are saving $0.09 a watt on that subset of of clients, in addition to being able to reconcile and make other kind of back-end processes run more smoothly for everybody else. But it's that $0.09 a watt for those cash customers who choose to go bank-to-bank that is really you know, lighting up our clients. So let's switch over to
0: Mark um, from Paystand now. Can you tell us how Paystand's payment technology can improve ROI for solar companies?
2: Sure. Thanks, Kelsey, and, and thanks, uh, Jan, for for a, a nice lead in to that question as well. And I guess i I'd, I'd, I'd start by putting that question in a little bit of, uh, of industry context. Jana, as you know well, and Kelsey, you've spoke spoken to many companies, solar businesses have razor thin margins and you know, anywhere, you know, average margins range anywhere, at least we've seen you know, between eight to 10% on a project before you end up paying out your team and your installation crew and, and overhead costs and, and really any equipment that's needed for, for the job. And so at the end of the day, you know, the the profit margin is is really thin and it's challenging to to gain meaningful ROI and so solar companies really are looking for novel creative ways to boost their ROI more more than just a better marketing platform to get you know to get more information out or or what have you and so paystand as a you know as a technology really comes in and can help there and and so I guess I would just you know, start by saying who we are again. PayStand, we're a B2B payment network built on on blockchain and and cloud that delivers radically better economics for our customers. And you can really think of us as a Venmo for for B2B, making that payment transaction seamless, easy, intuitive, and and much, much cheaper. And so we deliver value to solar companies and all of our customers really in, in terms of ROI in three key ways. So the first I would, I would say is probably the most, um, the, the most uh, eye-opening, which is we eliminate fees from the transaction process. We believe that, that the payment process should be feeless, And so we've built a bank-to-bank payment network, Jan alluded to that, that allows payers to simply connect their bank directly to, uh, the, to the solar company or the merchant uh, in the same way that you or I would, would pass money via Venmo And with modern security standards that are that are robust, allows you to pay with real-time fund verification in a zero fee way immediately. And if I
1: could just emphasize that, Mark. Yep. Literally, what they can choose to do these bank-to-bank transactions that Mm -hmm. have no credit card fees. Yes. It is something that takes solar installers back on a regular basis because they literally it takes a minute to absorb that that could even be possible, but the bank to bank transactions without any credit card fees, you know, there's your 3% right there, which is that nine cents a watt.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean, we um, it goes without saying, but I will say it anyway, that we, uh, we, we think the, the payment infrastructure as it exists today is, is a hindrance to businesses. It penalizes them for growth. The more that, that, businesses charge, uh, the more their receivables grow under the current infrastructure, the more they pay in transaction fees. And that's really the only incentive for the credit card networks and, and other folks to, to make their money. We believe the business model should be different. Our bank to bank network is entirely zero fee. And so as Jan said, you know, we can eliminate that 3%, 25 to 3% credit card fee from every payment. And that is, that's a game changer. But even more than that, so that's, that's a great way we, we boost ROI. Even more than that, um, our entire business model is, is subscription-based. So in the same way that, that as a consumer, you might understand, right, you used to go to Blockbuster, pay DVD or, or VHS DVD fees, right, per transaction, late fees, et cetera. And then Netflix came along and eventually just charged a flat fee every month to stream as much as you want. That's the how we operate. You, can, you subscribe to the PayStam platform. And within a certain tier, you can process as many payments as you want. And so again, no fees on the transaction, radically different subscription business model called payments as a service. So that's the first way we we boost ROI for companies. The second way is we're big believers in automation. And so we automate a lot of the manual processes out of the the finance um, enterprise cash cycle. Jan mentioned this earlier, automation. So we integrate directly with many ERPs, NetSuite being one of them, Uh, to automate the entire cash cycle. So so solar companies can send invoices directly out of their ERP with embedded payment buttons. Payers can simply click with one click, open up the payment portal, pay over the zero fee bank network is the best option. But other legacy methods, if they choose, we don't recommend those. Um, And and that payment is automatically reconciled back into the ERP. And so that eliminates a lot of the the humans that, that are thrown at the equation of dealing with, with paper checks that are coming in and opening envelopes and uh, and errors that are involved in processing and reconciling payments. And so we automate a lot of that, which saves soft costs on labor. And then the third way we, uh, we boost ROI is we just, because of those first two things, we speed up time to cash. And so time to cash is critical for, for every company, but especially in this in this industry where margins are so thin, having that money to invest back in the business and more strategic projects is, is key. And so as an example, a common client, a customer of, of both Blue Banyan and Paystand, Ipsen Solar, is part of the Solar Success Program and implemented Paystand technology. And in the first year, they, they decreased credit card fees by $20,000 and shifted 30, uh, 30% of their, of their payments over to the bank-to-bank network just in year one. And so you can, you can see how that that will build over time. And so that's a long answer to your question, but hopefully comprehensive in terms of how Paystand can boost ROI. And we're excited to obviously be working with great folks like Boo Banyan to, to roll this out to more and more solar companies.
0: For sure. And the Venmo comparison helps me grasp it even better (laughs) um, and understand what the stakes are for something like this. Yeah, absolutely. So. What are some key questions that solar companies should consider when evaluating their finance and operations efficiency? And if both Mark and Jan, if you could both answer this, that would be awesome.
2: Sure, Uh, absolutely. Thanks, Kelsey, again. At Paystand, we think about finance and operations efficiency in the context of of AR health or accounts receivable health. And we break that down into, into four different dimensions. The first, and most important is costs, right? So what are the costs associated with your accounts receivable and finance operation? And, and really you know, those, those can be sussed out in a, in, in a couple different questions. The first is, you know, what's your payment mix look like in terms of you know, how much paper checks are you getting on a monthly basis? How much in credit card? How much in, in ACH? And you can do that, the calculation of how much that's costing you, right? Both soft costs and, and uh, hard costs to the credit card companies. And, and understand as a percentage of your receivables, how much are you, are you paying to receive your money? And you know, we believe that should definitely be, be a, a very small percentage of, of, your, uh, of your overall costs and certainly as a percentage of your revenue. But other things you can add into that are, you know, what other recurring monthly costs do you incur? Like, are you paying for a lockbox? How much does your accounting software cost? So you bundle all that together. And we really want folks to first think about that as with respect to their, the efficiency of their operations. The second thing that we we think about when it comes to AR health is cash flow, right? Cash flow is the lifeblood of, of any business. And so it, within that companies should be looking at you know, how many invoices are they creating on a monthly basis? How easy is it for customers to pay those invoices? A lot of times in the in the solar space, right, you have specific project milestones upon which you, you have additional payments as part of the project. And so how you know how easy is it for, for, for your payers to pay? How, much, how many of those invoices are outstanding? And ultimately, what's your DSO? It's your day's sales outstanding, because that, um, that's an indicator of how quickly cash is coming back into the business. The third area we think about is, and we think a business should be considering is scalability. Right? So in terms of growth, right, um, as Jan was noting, early, noting earlier, right, the, the need for the movement to solar and renewable energy sources, you know, these companies should be growing and growing at a, a pretty uh, large clip. And so when you're thinking about that, how do you scale quickly? What's your growth rate as a company expected to be? How many hours are you spending a month on AR specific operations, including payment collection, reconciliation, month end close? And how much of that is automated versus manual, right? Um, Some of the things I mentioned earlier, can your invoices be paid quickly uh, with a one click uh, pay now option? Uh, Is your reconciliation process manual? Do you have a lot of humans against it or is it automated? Um, so scalability matters, and then the final thing is is resilience of uh, the business, right? So how resilient are you against big shocks to the system? We all just we all just experienced one. COVID was was, uh, and we're still on, in uh, in kind of the the end, the the latter stages of the pandemic. So when something like that happens, how quickly can you um, shift your operation to go completely remote? How automated is it? How many people are on your team, and and um, what are their roles? And then on the cost side, are you know, are you resilient enough to be able to pass, you know, either shift folks to, to better payment options or absorb the costs of, of receiving payment? So those are some things that we we like to make sure companies are thinking about. And they're all areas of improvement that we can help with, um, both Paystand and Blue Banion together with respect to delivering a better payment infrastructure and a better uh, enterprise cash cycle. Jan, I'm sure you have you have some things that you could add as well.
1: Yes, I, ironically, we kind of look at the financing versus operations slightly differently. One of the key questions that would indicate that that you could you would benefit from some help is is your company actually an accounting driven company where accounting goes around and kind of beats on the head of all of the project managers to flush out where they should be getting their cash and whether or not you've hit milestones to get cash? Versus having operations driving everything and allowing counting to simply set up what's supposed to be happening per contract and then execute it consistently on the back end. And the biggest shift when you change it's it's a culture shift for a lot of different companies, but when you shift who's got responsibility so that the events are reported from operations and project management as part of the regular workflow that then inform accounting about, okay, now it's time to invoice, now it's time to pay commissions, now it's time to, you know, evaluate whether or not this project is going to be profitable so we can evaluate whether or not we want to keep going, where if accounting can be in a position where it's actually working behind the scenes and operations is ahead, making the decisions as we're moving forward and pr- pushing that forward, you have a much healthier company and a much greater ability to scale. And... So we like to set this up so that we've got accounting and you just set it up once and then you just execute consistently against that contract. And you've got that steady regular assurance that that's happening. And then you can focus your attention on improving operations. Because responding to the solar coaster, it's an ongoing mission and job to, to do that, right? Storage is, is a big deal now and it's really hard to get batteries right now. So how do you negotiate You know, that you did the solar installation, but not the battery installation yet. And how do you navigate these changes that hopefully the supply chain will come back and it won't even be an issue six months from now. But right now it's a big issue because we can't even really estimate credibly when we're going to get those storage systems in. And and if we shift that power and that flexibility back into operations, that they can move forward and adapt to the solar coaster in the way that they need to. And then the accounting will follow simply by executing what the agreements have been committed to. It promotes clarity throughout your entire organization and enables you to adapt and transmit all of that information so that you're actually adjusting in the same way for everybody across your entire system. It gives you that ability to scale and to move forward. So, one of the key questions we ask are. Are you in a place where accounting is going and beating everyone over the head? Or are you in a place where operations is actually moving forward and navigating the ship through the solar coaster? And accounting is able to make sure things are set up well and execute well, which is really what they should be doing, but just isn't actually the, the reality in a lot of solar companies to date. And so we want to get it to that reality for everybody.
2: I, I love the, the complimentary perspective, right? Because, uh, and I think you've seen this in terms of some of our joint, uh, our joint customer work, having that complementary perspective and really pushing both of those uh, avenues forward delivers, delivers significant um, improvement for, for many of these solar businesses.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much to you both for this insight into the operations and
1: ways that contractors can improve their business and grow better and faster. We are so happy to be here today, Kelsey. Thank you so much. And we just want to do our part in getting more solar deployed faster. Everybody needs it. We agree. All right. Well, thank you both. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Kelsey.
0: I'm Kelsey Miss Brenner with Solar
1: Power World.